What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Borger Sports Podcast. This is episode 22. As always, the Borger Sports Podcast is brought to you by our official sponsor, the Plumley Real Estate Group. The Plumley Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. Michael Kano. Hey, how's it going? Good, Hello. dude. Good. How are you, Michael Williams? I'm great. My team's in the Super Bowl. Oh, my gosh. That's all that matters right now. You're still wearing that hat. I don't no, care No, this about is a different else. one. You're wearing the red one this time. Yeah, I'm wearing the red one today. <clears throat> you know. Down to two teams. It is. We are down to two teams. Two teams and Taylor Swift. And that's it. Yeah. That's all. I'm so so upset I have to watch Taylor Swift oh in the Super gosh. Bowl. Oh, my gosh. If I, I was like... It was enough to have to see her in every dead gum playoff game. Now I got to see her in the dead gum Super Bowl. <sighs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be really annoying, dude. And I've 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 been a Patrick Mahomes. I am still somewhat of a Patrick Mahomes fan. Right, kids from Texas. Mm-hmm. He's a Texas Tech Red Raider right. alumni. Mm-hmm. Good alumni supports the school. Mm-hmm. He's been in the league what six years. And he's been the dance four out of those six years. Mm-hmm. Won it twice. Yeah. It's a good player. Yeah. I can't watch your team anymore because every play goes to the <laughs> booth to go watch some dude's girlfriend. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. If I wanted to watch some dude's girlfriend, I'd watch like a rom-com or something along those lines. Uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm, I'm watching football. Yeah. Keep it on the football game. I agree. I agree. But... I guess if she was dating Brock Purdy, I'd probably feel different. Maybe you would. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad she's not dating Brock Purdy. (laughs) Hey, Travis Kelsey's getting a little too big for his britches. I think so. I think so. He's starting to think he's tough stuff. Did you see him picking on old Justin Tucker, the kicker for the Raiders before the game? I saw that. Him and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I was like, these guys are being jerks. What are they doing? I don't know. I saw a bunch of people in the comments being like, well, shouldn't Justin Tucker be on his, on the other side of the field? The kickers, if you didn't know this, people, the kickers practice kicking from both sides of the field. That's correct. So they can kind of see what the wind is doing at each end zone. It's a common practice before it's a common every practice. game. And so I don't know what they were doing. Uh, but I, I saw I, I, and I, I, I saw a very like two second little clip on yeah. social media of uh, somebody asking Justin Tucker about it. Yeah, but I didn't stick around to listen to his response. I didn't care that much. I just thought, <laughs> I just saw the clip of it on a on Instagram or something of Kelsey and him do, and Mahomes doing that, and Tucker looking at them like, "What the heck? What the heck?" Like he's a kicker. Yeah, he's a stud kicker, but he's a kicker. Come on now. Yeah, and I will say this: his response is good. He's the most, which he's probably the most mature person on the entire Baltimore Ravens roster. Sure, don't mess with that guy. Yeah, this is someone else. Sure. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. So we're down to two teams. Yeah. San Francisco wins another nail biter. Uh huh. It was a nail biter. I mean, I thought it was. I mean, I, like I said last week, I was nervous. Sure. Uh, I was nervous about, well, just the lines are good. Yeah. And, and then I was a little nervous just about like the Lions just being like that team of destiny kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, we talked about that. And so, like, at halftime, I was like, all right, it is what it is. Like, it's the Lions are a team of destiny. 24-7 and a half? Yeah. And I didn't turn it off. Um, here's, here's what I figured out. Uh, when the 49ers were losing to the Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. uh, my dad, who's much more mature than me, he's in his seven, early 70s, you know, 
uh, he's at the point in his life where he's just not going to let a game ruin his ruin his night. Yeah, sure. And so when they were losing to the Packers, he just texted me and was like, "I'm turning the game off. I'm going to bed. Forty ers <laughs> are going to lose. I don't want to, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever." He turned it off and he went to bed. The 49ers came back and won as soon as he turned the game off. Well, he turned the game off at halftime against the Lions. And uh, me and my brother-in-law and my dad were texting back and forth. And uh, my brother-in-law decided to start. I was like, my dad's the bad luck. He, When he's watching the game, the 49ers lose. That's what mm-hmm. it is. It's my dad. Yeah. He brings bad juju. Just bad juju yeah. to the whole team. And gotcha. so... Um, my brother-in-law was like, well, you better turn the game back on, Paul. Like, the 49ers are coming back. They're only down by one, or they they just tied the game, you know? And uh, my dad's like, oh, I guess I'll turn it back on and watch it. Uh, he waited till they were up by like 10 to watch it. Uh-huh. And then as soon as he turned the game on, the Lions started like driving down the field. <laughs> and I was like, dad, just turn the game back off. Turn it back off. Anyway. No, don't yeah. turn it on. <laughs> I told him he's not allowed to watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> anyway. Or at least don't tell you that he's watching. That way you'll never know. Uh, one way whatever. or the other. Anyway, I don't know. I was just ecstatic. I thought we were done. And then we came back and won. And I was jumping up and down in the living room. And we got this, we got a new new puppy. And she's never really seen me like excited about sports yet. Yeah. So she's like freaking out. Like she's, she's all over the place. Yeah, I'm like, no. But she was like. Like <laughs> sitting in Sarah's lap, all like, what? What is he doing? What's wrong with this? What dude? is wrong with him? Like, why is yeah. he so happy? Why is he screaming yeah. at the TV? Yeah, and you know that the coach for the Detroit Lions. I mean, he caught he caught some flack, play calling, and play stuff calling. Like, but they've, been, they've done that all year. Yeah. Know? Oh, if you don't know that team, I, I how many stupidest downs stuff, have they gone? The stupidest for? takes I saw was like, we got to you just fire Dan Campbell. That's ridiculous. I'm like. The dude is taking you further than you've the guy's ever been a stud. before. He just took you to yeah. the championship. Yeah. yeah. And you haven't been there since the Barry Sanders era. Like, appreciate what you got. You know, that's another Texas guy right there. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, he went for it. He went with his gut. I don't fault him at all. Nope. That's what got him to that. They would not be in that position had he not played right. aggressively and called aggressively like that all season long. Sure. I agree. You know. Anyway, it was yeah. a great game. It was a great game. Sure. And uh, the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. That's right. They'll face the Kansas City Chiefs here in a couple of weeks in Las Vegas. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Are you going to stay with your team? I mean, I don't see you picking uh, anyone else, but. I mean, I, I'm still cautious. I'm still optimistically yeah. cautious. Cautiously optimistic. Maybe that's how I should Cautiously say it. optimistic. I don't know. You can't really bet against. Patrick Mahomes at this point. It's tough to bet against that guy. So, I mean, he just, he he's played the last two games he's played the best games that I've seen him mm-hmm. play in the entire season. Yeah. He went 10 for 10 to start off this game against the Ravens, mm-hmm. you know. And, and granted, the Ravens' defense played very well. They hold them to 17 points. Sure. That should say something to hold them to 17 points. However, yeah. even within that, if you're a defensive coordinator, you have to adjust early when you see that Patrick Mahomes is hitting Travis Kelsey over and over and over again. Yeah. There's no way you allow that guy to have over 100 yards receiving. At some point, you have to say, we may lose this game, but it's not going to be to you. Right. It, we're not We're not going to be because mm-hmm. of you. It's going to be because of one of these receivers. Sure. And that's, a, I think, where they made the mistake. And mm-hmm. offensively, they looked horrible. 
Yeah. Lamar Jackson did not have a great game. No, he didn't. You know, he kind of, <clears throat> you know, it's just about a foot off. All his passes, just about a foot off. Yeah. He threw a pass to himself. He did do that. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, I'll say that I won't, I won't throw anybody under the bus. I won't throw any names out there, but one of my more immature coworkers, <laughs> um, which I work at a church, you could probably figure out who the youth pastor is usually, you know, <laughs> the one more on the level of the, uh-huh, anyway, yeah. I'm just giving John a hard time. Uh, he don't listen to the podcast anyway. <laughs> no, he don't. Uh, so, uh, but I don't care if he hears me say this. Uh, he was like trying to bet me. He's like, let's do a slap bet. A slap bet. Come on, bet bet on the, if the 49ers lose, I get to slap you in the face, Michael. And then if the Chiefs lose, you can slap me in the face. And I was like, what are we in middle school? <laughs> I'm almost 40 years old. I'm not doing a slap. Bet. Oh, that is. And he's like, you don't trust thing. in your team. I was like, yeah. no, I don't. <laughs> I don't trust in my team. I've had my heart broken so many times. For I'm sure. like, uh, expect the worst, hope for the best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not betting on my team. Yeah, not a slap. No, no. heck no. I'm, I I wouldn't bet. I'm not betting on the 49ers. I hope they win. I would yeah. love them to win. I'm yeah. going to be cheering them on. Uh, but like, yeah, I'm going to hope for the best, expect the worst. We'll see how so, it goes. We'll see how it goes. We That's got two right. weeks. Two weeks. Uh, but we got lots of Borger Sports to talk about this week, as always. All right, let's hit it and so let's get into it. Maybe we should dive it. into that. The Rundown. Let's do it. I'll kick off things here with wrestling. So the Lady Bulldogs wrestled in the Lady Dawns tournament this weekend in Paladuro. Lady Bulldogs came in third place overall with 138 points, uh, right behind Friendship and West Plains. All right. And so here were the places. Gianna Aragon, fifth place in the 100-pound division. Lila Brelove got third place in 107. Zadie Barclay, ninth place in the 114 division. And Loyola Sanchez, Got fourth place in 114. Ryan Cave, fourth place in the 120-pound division. Nicole Soldavia, sixth place in the 126. Grace Cave, fourth place in the 132-pound division. Julia Stevens got fourth place in the 138, and I think she might have had an injury there. I didn't get that confirmed, but it looked like there she might have had to forfeit a okay. match because of an injury. Mm-hmm. Not exactly sure. Lily Ramos, fourth place in the 152. Mindy Johnson, fourth place in the 165. Brianna Chavez, third place in the 185-pound division. And again, Ariana Chavez, first place, going undefeated on the weekend in the 235 division. All right. Let's talk about some basketball here. Bulldog basketball, the girls lost 79-23 to on Friday evening to the Canyon Lady Eagles. The girls are currently 3-8 and eight in district play with three, great, three games remaining on the season. And the boys also lost to the Canyon Eagles 69-18. to Taylor to sorry. Taquellen Brooks, if I could talk today. Taquellen had 15 of the 18 points with nine rebounds and four steals. So a tough loss there Yeah, for the boys. Not able to put up a lot of points and stay sure. in that one. Uh, but Taquellen, man, still playing hard every night. Yeah, I think he was one of the nominees for Player of the Week. Mm-hmm. In fact, with the Amarillo Globe News. Yeah. So, still getting after it. All right. Moving on to soccer now. So girls just came from this game. Breaking news. The Lady Bulldogs, in a shocker, fall to the Perryton Rangerettes 2-1. to one. Um, I was telling Michael right before the show, I don't remember Perryton 
ever beating us on the girls' side. Mm. So definitely a big shocker. Uh, girls are going to have to regroup here. And, you know, just flat out got out muscled and out hustled. There's mm-hmm. no other way about it. That team wanted it more than we did, and they mm-hmm. went and took it. And so big disappointment right there for sure. The boys, however, are playing right now against Perryton, so we don't have news on that. However, we do know that they kicked off district with a bang, defeating Randall 6-2. to two. Alan Cardenas had the golden sombrero, Michael. That's what you call it. All right. It's not even the hat trick. It's the golden sombrero. Scoring four goals, another nominee for Player of the Week through Emerald Globe News for the four goals. Justin Aguilar and Ulysses Castaneda each added an additional goal. So, boys started off district play. They are currently 1-0. All right. All right, on to powerlifting. Uh, Borger hosted the Borger Invitational this Saturday. The girls and boys teams both came in second place overall with several outstanding uh, performances. Uh, Emma Gutierrez... For the girls, came in second place in the 123-pound division, lift, lifting 565 total pounds. Katie Wise came in first place in the 132-pound division with 625 pounds lifted. Frida Barrera had second place in the 148 division with 365 pounds lifted. Uh, I'm going to help you with this. You're going to tell me that one. Sailor. Sailor. Sailor Lerman. Well, now that I see it, that makes sense. Yeah. Sailor Lerman. First place in the 165-pound division with 580 total pounds. I almost said 1,580 pounds lifted. That would have been, been impressive. That would, yeah, that would have been impressive. Uh, 580 pounds lifted. 580 uh, is still impressive. Yeah, that is still impressive. Uh, Kinley Mitchell, third place in the 181-pound division, lifting 745 pounds. Addison Boyd, fourth place in the 181-pound division, lifting 725 pounds. And Samantha Chavez had First place in the 242-pound division, lifting 955 pounds. Uh, On to the boys. Elian Ramos, second place in the 123-pound division, 660 pounds. Hunter Renau, first place in the 132 division, 845 pounds. Ryland Smith, third place, 148-pound division, 905 pounds. Dylan Yankee, fourth place, 148-pound division, uh, 835 pounds. Victor Enriquez, same division, got sixth place, 630 pounds. Same with Marce- Marcelo Gaten. He was seventh place in that division with 495 pounds. On to the 165-pound division, Tyler Brooks finished first with 1,085, followed by Mel Henniger, uh, lifting 800 pounds. And in the 181-pound division, Sean Wilson got third place with 1,145 pounds. And then in the 100 a 198-pound division. We had Chance Gray in second place with 1,095. Easton Farmer in third with 760 pounds. Ashton Mitchell in fourth place with 685. And Brixton Sells with 545 pounds. And in the 242-pound division, Isaiah Padilla came in first place with 1,430 pounds. Big lifter there. Man, I wish we had him back for another season. Isaiah Padilla can put up some weight. Man, he sure can. He does. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was underneath the bench press, had about 415 pounds on there going for lift. I mean, he just can push up some weight. Man. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll be right back with uh, some... At Frank Phillips Sports after this commercial break. We would like to thank the Plumley Real Estate Group. Plumley Real Estate Group is the official sponsor of the Borger Sports Podcast. 
Are you looking to sell your current home or property or on the hunt for your dream home? Look no further than Plumley Real Estate Group. Plumley Real Estate Group is your trusted partner in finding the perfect property for you and your family or selling your current home in the competitive real estate market. Plumley Real Estate Group's agents understand that buying or selling a home is a significant decision, and they are here to make the process as smooth and stress-free as possible. Plumley Real Estate Group's team of dedicated and knowledgeable agents will guide you every step of the way, from listing your home or browsing listings to closing the deal. Join the many satisfied homeowners and sellers who have worked with Plumley Real Estate Group. Contact Plumley Real Estate Group online today at plumleygroup.kw.com to schedule a consultation. Plumley Real Estate Group is brokered by Keller Williams of Amarillo. All right, we're back from the break. We've got some Frank Phillips Plainsmen sports to update you on. Uh, the Plainsmen basketball, uh, the boys, the men's team, sorry, the men's team, they lost on Thursday, the 25th versus New Mexico Junior College. They lost 91 to 70. Uh, and then they dropped a tough game last night. Uh, this is Tuesday, we're talking about this, but Monday night they played um, at number one, the number one team in the NJCAA Division One men's basketball. Number one team in the country, uh, South Plains College down there in Leveland. They lost 74 to 61. I um, expected that game to be different. Yeah, I did too. If you look I mean, at the honestly, stats, yeah. um, I didn't put all the stats in here. Um, but if you look at the stats, it was kind of interesting. The South Plains, they took 18 three-pointers. Didn't make any of them. Really? Zero percent. Wow. Um, from three. Uh and the Plainsman shot, I think, was around 43%, but they got out-rebounded tremendously. I, sure. It was a lot. Like, I'd never seen... I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was like... Somebody said it was like 70 to 20. Oh, rebound. wow. It was huge. I don't yeah. remember the exact numbers, but it was it was a huge difference. So they they got a lot of second-chance opportunities. Sure. Probably third and fourth-chance opportunities <laughs> yeah. to put that ball in the hoop. Oh, yeah, sure. And so the Plainsman just couldn't keep up with them. Lost seventy four to sixty one. Uh, their record right now is three and sixteen, and they are zero and six in conference play. God, it's so hard to see, especially as mm-hmm. after last year, how successful they were. Yeah, and really, mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't win every game last season. No, but, but they were competitive. Gosh, they were competitive. They played every hard. single game. I mean, you and I were. I mean, we went to a lot of the games sure, last absolutely. year, and it was just fun to watch them play competitive. Even when they lost, they were competitive. It was yeah. fun to watch them. Um, I honestly just haven't. My life's been way busier this year than norm than it was last year, so I just haven't had a chance to go to a lot of the games. I was gonna mm-hmm. go for some reason. I, I actually texted you. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go to the game tonight." Yeah, and then I realized, yeah, that a- "Oh, it's in Level End." I thought it was here <laughs> yeah. for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, the, the Lady Plainsmen onto mm-hmm. them. Uh, they did. They took the same trips with the boys' teams in conference play. There, they lost as well at New Mexico Junior College, seventy six to fifty nine. And then uh, l- last night they lost to South Plains, seventy-six to fifty-six. So the girls are currently on the eleven and nine, and they are zero and five in conference play. So both teams uh, yet to find a win in conference play. Gotcha. 
Moving on to baseball right now. So we got Plainsman baseball action getting started. Uh, the Plainsman baseball team started last weekend. And they traveled to Tyler, Texas to take on Tyler Junior College in a weekend series. The Plainsman went one and two on the weekend, losing the first two games, 3-2 and then 19-10. So definitely competitive in that first game for sure. And then they finished the weekend with a win, 13-11. to So they start out the season here. One and two. The Lady Plainsmen have also kicked it off in softball, and they started with a doubleheader this last Saturday against Ranger College in Clyde, Texas. The ladies won the first game 4-0, but then dropped the second game in an astounding 27-10. to mm-hmm. So they start out the season one and one. 27 runs. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Their bats must have been just... Mm-hmm. That fire. happens in softball from time to time, though. Yeah, a team will just get hot and put up a ton of runs. Yeah, momentum is a big yeah. thing in baseball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It oh, just yeah. seems like when one team gets hot at the bats, it just encourages everyone else swinging. Yeah. And I know the Bulldogs have already gotten started with practices. Mm-hmm. And so they're kicking off their season right now. The ladies have already started scrimmaging. The boys get started with the scrimmages, I want to say, in about a week or so. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks. And then... We'll start bringing you some scores once they hit up tournament time. All right. All right, guys. It's time to go to the come up. Let's see what's coming up in sports action right now. I'll kick it off. Wrestling. The boys and girls will be be competing this weekend in the District 35A Championships in Amarillo. That's going to be at Caprock. So if you are in Amarillo this weekend, be sure and get over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a big field, big district, a lot of great wrestlers. You're going to see some of the best wrestlers in the state at this district championship. So get on out there. And also, just a little plug here, Border Youth Sports or Border Youth Wrestling is going to be hosting their All own right. tournament here mm-hmm. in Border this weekend, the Battle of the Bling. That'll be on Saturday. So if you want your little ones to come see what it's like to get started on that, bring them out to Texana mm-hmm. Gymnasium Saturday morning. Go watch a little bit of wrestling action. All right. On to basketball. Uh, they will be traveling to Dumas on Friday, February 2nd, and then they will be back home on Tuesday, the 6th, against the West Plains Wolves. Uh, games will start at 6 p.m. In soccer action, district play will continue as the Canyon Eagles come to Bulldog Stadium on Friday, uh, February the 2nd. The varsity girls will begin at 5 p.m. and They'll be followed by the boys in soccer match action at 7 p.m. Yeah, on to Frank Phillips, the Plainsmen, and the Lady Plainsmen uh, in basketball. They have a matchup coming up here in Borger uh, on this Thursday. That'll be tomorrow night, if you're hearing this on Wednesday. Uh, the first versus Western Texas College games will start at 5.45 p.m. And then on this Monday, that's the 5th, they will be playing Howard College. Uh, the games start at 5.45 p.m. as well. And then Lady Plainsmen in softball action will take on Heston College in a doubleheader this Saturday here in Borger. Okay, so get on out there if you can. The first game will start at 1 p.m. And the second game will follow right after that, probably around 3 p.m. Yeah. All right. And that's all we got. That's what we got, except the T-shirt. <laughs> the curse of the shirt. <laughs> right, if you listen to last week's episode. Yeah. Um. I had said some stuff in the podcast, like, I'll get some stuff out on social media. You did say that. This week, and I didn't. I dropped the ball. I apologize. It's all on me. And so... You fumbled like the Ravens receivers on the one-yard line. I did. I sure did. This podcast is coming out Wednesday. (laughs) 
So on Thursday, 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 there will be social media posts on our Facebook and our Instagram with a picture of the shirt asking you to send us your suggestions on how we end the curse. Like we talked about last week's episode. Have you thought about anything diabolical? I haven't yet. Since last time? I haven't yet. I thought about asking ChatGPT to give us like a list of possible ways just for fun. Sure. Asking AI, you know, to give us some ways. I did get, I did have a couple people who listened to the podcast last week uh, text me some ideas. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, we'll share those next week. Um, but I didn't put anything out on social media. So I just don't think people remembered to send anything in. And that's totally my fault. That's totally my bad. I'll own it. You know, <laughs> I'll be like, uh, I don't know. I won't be like that typical athlete who blames everything on everybody else. It's my fault. I'm so sorry, people. I'm so sorry. It happens, buddy. Anyway. You're a busy guy. You got things going on. I'm not that sorry. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. No, you said we were going to give people a couple weeks. That's right. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, we'll get that out this week, and then we'll get going on ending this curse because it's depressing. It's sad. It's horrible. It's awful. I can't watch Borger lose to Pampa again this year in football. Uh, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Weight room, baby. Weight room. Weight room. That's right. And burning the shirt. Doing something <laughs> to the shirt. I don't know. Soaking it in acid. acid on the yeah, shirt. I was just... <laughs> Were you going to say that's that? That's funny. We, like, just, yeah, we, we just said, said the same soaking thing. it in acid. That's funny. Yeah. Maybe that's, maybe that's something we're supposed to do. Anyway. All right. Well, that's it for the, the show this week. That's our show. We'll be back next week with some more Borger Sports action. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Borger Sports Podcast. Thanks again to our official sponsor, Plumley Real Estate Group. Give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram to join the conversation. And feel free to contact us with any comments, questions, or advertising inquiries at borgersportspod at gmail.com. <laughs>